Greetings, salutations, and welcome to another edition of the Operation Golf Podcast, aka Operation Get Out the Hood. I am one half of your co-host, Michael, also known as a card, here with my other half. Hey guys, what's up? It's Caleb. Also known as OTK. Um so we're gonna kick things off with a couple of announcements uh regarding like you know what we have planned for operation golf well let's 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 talk about the first or just say the next three months um because obviously you know we have plans for you know past three months well let's just talk about what was going to encompass the first three months so it's been about a month since we started doing this podcast you know um and like with any new thing you need a certain amount of reps um before you know you start to like build the uh i guess you say the what's the the building blocks to make things you know better and improve and everything and whatnot um but one of the things that you know being that this is a podcast that we'll be talking a lot about financials you know we want to hit on some of the topics of monetization um and so some of the monetization platforms that we're going to be using um for the foreseeable future so of course uh this podcast is of course on spotify on apple podcasts and on youtube as well so one of the major things would be youtube adsense uh i think that one is the most generic generic one you know that's one that we both are most familiar with because we've been Mm -hmm. youtubers um you know on the platform itself the next bit of news comes to patreon which is more one of those fan funded uh sites a lot of people are familiar with it um but for those of you uh we have a lot of content that is planned with our patreon we will be launching it uh next month uh and we have i believe it's uh three four tiers um that we have planned i believe yes yes well you know this yeah right i think we're starting out three tiers and there yeah. may be a surprise fourth tier yes. still in the works yeah it's still in the works uh but you guys will be seeing that in september there's a lot of things that are going to be planned of uh, things that we want to say all right off the bat you know there's sponsored segments you know like most podcasts have it already uh where they have segments that are that are sponsored you guys can suggest segments um, depending on the tiers that you're in as well and one cool thing is anonymous stories um which is uh <laughs> one thing i'm excited about because uh starting in september we'll start talking a little bit more about our experiences and our successes and our failures when it comes to actually making money you know that's one of the things we start off with talking about a little bit in episode zero of the podcast so you guys will be hearing a lot more story time starting in september uh because lord knows i have a lot of stories that uh <laughs> that uh that deal with it kayla i'm pretty sure you have some stories as well yeah uh, i mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um money and making money and losing money and you know yeah. hustling yeah it is what it is it's part of life um so yeah i've got probably not as many stories as you because i kind of just tend to go with the flow and then work things out but Mm -hmm. yep i've got some got some little anecdotes (laughs) so that's gonna be some fun stuff coming to you guys uh especially um when we film multiple episodes uh that you know a lot of episodes are pre-recorded like this one at least a week in advance um so you guys can listen to these podcasts about a week before they go up you know some episodes might be you know filmed even further in advance uh notice so that's one cool thing about the patreon that'll be going up once again in september and um one of the other things that we're going to be doing for monetization will be brand deals 
um i could say that within the first three months uh i believe every podcast wants to strive to have this but you know we want to try to secure a brand deal you know the being fully transparent one it has to be a brand deal that works with us you know right. if our or if our model is to get out the hood you know we're not going to be trying to market something that might be trying to keep people in the hood you know right especially if they're a corporation that doesn't really you know vibe with what we stand for right um so that's always one thing especially if you're dealing in the financial sector um and you're trying to earn any type of income uh brand deals sponsorships affiliates links all those things are ways to monetize you know whether you're doing a podcast whether you're on social media you know these are things that we're going to be talking about at length in separate segments in near in the near future as well as videos that we'll be posting on youtube so that's something for you guys to look forward to and last but not least a website you know um yeah listen <laughs> uh every podcast everybody who makes a podcast should have their own website um just like every person who's a content creator should have their own website you know we don't own youtube you know uh, we don't own twitter or x obviously because we're going to be talking about that a little bit later on and how we're trying to delete the block feature of twitter and whatnot but yeah we don't own instagram we don't own any of these social media platforms so what's to say that um they just press for lack of a better term the x button on these uh websites and they go up in smokes a lot of people thought yeah. it would happen to napster and they were gone Jesus overnight Christ, napster <laughs> um yeah and I, I i honestly think it makes the most sense just for anyone who's working on their own business because if at any point any of these sites go down mm -hmm. or we get blocked for some reason, can't use these forums. At least there's the website for us to be able to communicate with you guys mm -hmm. and to, you know, have that option available to us. And I think it's a smart move, like you said, for anyone who is doing their own podcast, who's working on their own business. It's just at least, you know, we can't control the internet, the wider internet, anything yeah. could happen at any time. Um, but if all else fails, at least there's that yes yes and um you know through the email list um which we won't be spamming you guys <laughs> you know there will always be helpful tips you know some of the things you guys can look forward to um are going to be some downloadable um content that will be in these emails as well especially when it comes to anything related towards self-improvement or anything towards financials you know um, it's also going to be the pipeline for anyone that wants to share anonymous stories you know about you know their successes or fails um that they've had you know and if they wanted to be shared on the podcast as well so that's what one of the the perks of having just a website will be there for um but those are the main ones that we're focusing on right now i mean obviously there are other ones that might be in a pipeline you know when you have a podcast or just any type of business you might be thinking about well what type of merch it, that can be sold and whatnot but you really need to have more of a a, a substantial footing um you know there are other things out there that i certainly want to talk about that i'm probably sure you heard the term drop sh shipping before uh maybe no no maybe not, not, not. like yeah in the scheme of like just being on the internet i've heard yeah. of it but never actually like dabbled it. into yeah. what that is yes yes yeah, so, like we'll talk about like drop shipping we'll talk about print on demand 
um you know those type of you know platforms that people use to try to make money with um drop shipping has been like the major buzzword on social media for like the last i want to say five six years because uh, i feel like every year uh there's a video that i watch is drop shipping dead essentially drop shipping is when you don't own any inventory but um you make a website and let's say that i want to sell a uh barbie doll right but obviously i don't have any merchandise for barbie but i can post that on my website and if it's I, and i'll sell that a markup so mm -hmm. for instance let's say um you were at well you've mentioned this on on podcast before but midtown comics right yeah. um let's say that there is a new pop figure right mm -hmm. um and you have like this discount on on the pop figures but everywhere else this pop figure um is being sold for an astronomical price let's say a hundred dollars right mm -hmm. but you have access to this pop figure where it can be sold for say sixty dollars so you're beating your competition right um so it's basically yeah. like a flipper market yes that's what drop shipping is yeah where you it's just flipping and reselling yeah got it yeah that's that's essentially it and you you don't own any of the inventory and right. when something is actually purchased then all you do is go to that website where it's actually on and just order it and then mm -hmm. have it shipped directly to the person that just bought from you mm. yeah so there's that's a whole industry business um it's you know there's there's this really popular item called gleam or i, I believe it's called that it's like a hair removal mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. that you know basically it costs a dollar or even less than a dollar in china um mm -hmm. the people who are selling it on gleam.com uh are selling it for 35 dollars, and you know we're talking about this being they've made millions kayla millions <laughs> oh, okay yeah and they've yeah they've made millions doing this drop shipping um business uh, i think i saw like maybe a vice or maybe it was like a channel four which is a uk television mm -hmm. station mm -hmm. investigate like some young man who was doing the like going on these websites buying these items at a cheaper cost mm -hmm. like journals or whatever oh, and then yes. reselling them for at like higher price right yes that's essentially uh drop shipping yeah uh, okay yeah see so i knew what it was just didn't yeah. know the name <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of people have been drop shipping for a while the major port component is that you really don't own the inventory uh mm. it's the same with like print on demand you know principal uh or mm. you know those websites uh where you can print merch or buy buy shirts but you know just straight from um you know a place like a principal where they'll like have your own logos or whatnot and then sell it like for instance i mean for those of you watching on youtube like this shirt here which is uh our old garlic entertainment <laughs> t-shirt <laughs> from 2014 um that was made through a site like a principal you know um and obviously the shirt was never on sale it was just one of those things like hey you know what this is the logo i just wanted to have one but you know those are options you know for later down the line um, and those are going to be fun topics to talk about because, uh, there are going to be a couple of people who have done drop shipping, both successfully and unsuccessfully that, you know, will have, uh, come on. And one, even one of the people, um, 
that I personally know has been doing drop shipping, um, you know, they've made six figures, you know, starting this year itself. Um, but it's a hard business to crack because it's it's called a winning item and mm -hmm. it's very hard to know what items are gonna, you know, sell well. But through the new uh, advertising method of using TikTok, um, that's where a lot of people have been seeing success because back in the days, it was all about Facebook ads. Um, but uh, Facebook isn't really used as much, or at least for the generation which my friend had targeted. Uh, yeah. And they did it using anime shorts, gym shorts. They did it through gym okay. shorts. Yeah. So they sold six different versions of a gym short um and it literally took them to six figures within a month and the issue that they have now is they don't have any quality control over the inventory mm. so now it's taking six weeks for people to get their stuff but people have become comfortable with that because of covid think about you know just right. before we just got into this call you know you ordered something in june it's august you're like I'm smacking yep. my wrist for people out there. <laughs> what's what's going on? Where's my stuff? You know? Um, but yeah, that's why that's why it's become even more prevalent since the 2020 when the, the pandemic uh, hit. People are, are getting used to these long wait times. I mean, I don't want to get used to them. I'm sure you don't want to get used to them. No. And I um where I work, there's one company that um is a shoe company in spain mm -hmm. and i tell people all the time like you know it's a shoe brand that's gotten extremely popular in the last couple years and when people decide not to buy from where i work from which is their prerogative you know i always prefer people to buy from where i'm working because i love building that customer base but yeah. i when they just if let's say we don't have a product that they want um like they want a different design or something I always tell them like hey you know just give the company some grace because i've heard that they're taking anywhere from a month to two months to deliver this product so it's like you have the option of getting it with us now at least you know you're taking it home um but go ahead order from the the actual company itself just don't be shocked if it doesn't if it's not on your doorstep two weeks later yeah. you know what i mean and I let them know I, I, I've only been working at this job for a little over a year, um, but it was like assessed to me that it was just kind of one of those things that because of COVID, you know, companies are still having trouble manufacturing and things like that. It's, you know, it's only been three years yeah. since the jump off. So, I mean, this is just coming from a person who works in customer service just be kinder to the people that you're ordering from sometimes like with my product that i got from like it's not like i call attitude or anything i was just like looking for information to update like hey just can i get a tracking number can someone answer my email you know mm -hmm. it's been a little back and forth for a couple weeks with no answer and you know i'm not getting aggressive or anything i i realized that the business i order from is a small business so have to have grace it's customer service things happen um but also it's like yeah i don't want to have to wait three to four months for something i ordered back yes. in june and not hear anything about yes. it you know it's one thing it's one thing to be updated through emails um that's maybe something that companies should be better at 
um, it's another thing to get radio silence and then just like, well, I guess it's in the ether and that's money gone now, which we're talking about not, you know, needing money. And, mm -hmm. you know, these are things that I need in order to get through my day. But it's also like, well, if you can't deliver on the product then just give me a refund so that that money could go back into my pocket and I could use it for something else that I need. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But yeah. All we ask for is is literally for transparency oh. that's all we want and it's a perfect segue uh to the end of this segment itself like you know we're gonna be transparent with you guys as well uh in terms of certain earnings you know because once again this is gonna be a financial slash uh self-improvement you know podcast and a channel um so you know like w one of the goals that we have especially through a brand deal is to earn income at least a thousand dollars right that's like the first barrier um to be made you know uh at least for uh this podcast and i mean that's where the goals really begin you know at the end of the day you know as we go through this journey you know we're gonna be sharing youtube metrics with you guys as well uh obviously you know this channel it has five thousand subscribers you would think that this channel you know for those of you who are listening to this on you know this youtube channel uh you would think that the channel will be monetized well, you see, when you have an inactive channel now uh, with YouTube, after 365 days, if you don't have the 4,000 watch hours needed, then they now remove you from the YouTube Partner Program. So just because we have the numbers of having 5,000 subscribers does not mean we're actually monetized. That also does happen for a lot of other creators. I know a creator who has, you know, 100,000 subscribers right now, and he has zero monetization on his channel because it, you know even though he has millions upon millions of views on the channel and whatnot from years past he hasn't uploaded any content on it so he's been removed from the youtube partner program so it's something that can happen but it's all about for us getting back into the youtube partner program which we expect to happen within the, three, the next three months because we're gonna be grinding you know so you guys can see a lot of, of new content out there and because we're targeting um one of the higher cpm you know cost per milli for those people who aren't familiar with the youtube terms um you know the cpm is what advertisers pay to have their ads on youtube and then the rpm is what you know um is what uh revenue per milli is what us as content creators would make so if advertisers are paying say 30 dollars to have financial ads on the channel you know the the rpm that's the cp so the if people are paying the cpm of like 30 dollars the rpm might be like half of that which mm -hmm. is like 15 dollars but that's just because it's a, a financial channel if this was say our music channel the cpm and rpm are much lower but we're not gonna give you guys those breakdowns for this particular podcast but we just wanted to be transparent with you guys but Kayla, you know, speaking of this transparency, because we're still on this topic, mm -hmm. I just wish that Twitter or X, whatever the name of this corporation is right now. I'm calling it Twitter. I'm not calling yeah. it X. Like, yeah. that's, that's not a thing I'm doing. <laughs> I just not wish a thing I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish they were more transparent. Um, yeah. And I mean, the, for the first thing, like before we get to the major topic of what we're going to discuss with them, it's transparency in this Twitter pay thing because we're now in technically month two. We talked about it about three weeks ago or so. 
um and actually we talked about it like i think it was one of the first po- second podcast that we did where mm. we really talked about twitter and whatnot um but more and more people have gotten their paychecks from twitter they've since we last talked about them at length they have now lessened the requirement no more mm. is it 15 million impressions because i think they realized that that was asinine Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's 5 million impressions that you need in the last, mm-hmm. you know, three months, mm-hmm. which is a bit easy. It's way easier. It's way easier to get to that. Right. Um, but the, what I'm seeing from other people online is some certain people with the same amount of impressions are getting paid vastly differently. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who has gotten like 15 million impressions or whatnot got paid $326 while someone who got the same amount of views or impressions, right, got mm. paid $3,000. So mm. we are going to need some transparency in exactly why this is happening. I also, like, saw on Twitter a while ago that they were, I don't, like, I don't know how mm. true this is, mm-hmm. but it looks like that Twitter blue users are, in fact, the ones paying out these people. It isn't Twitter themselves. It's like the money that you're paying for Twitter Blue is going mm. into a big pot, so mm. that who's ever getting these um uh impressions yeah. and getting these payouts are actually getting yeah. the money that you that you paid for Twitter Blue. Yeah, and if that is if that's the case, we're gonna need some answers about this. You know, we need some transparency. I think that's the the going term for this entire podcast because. Oh man, um, I guess like that's wild. You know, the 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 one thing that you know, YouTube, Twitch, Kick, some of these other platforms that actually pay people out, what they have is analytics. They have data. You know, we we can actually look to see how we're earning mm-hmm. these things. How can we better you know start converting people to earn these things and whatnot um like most recently you know instagram has started to roll out like this thing where you can actually look at the watch time of your videos or whatnot mm-hmm. still like uh, on my personal instagram still a little bit murky i can't look at the watch time for all my videos however uh through the videos like the analytics that they did give i mm-hmm. i made like this big overhaul change from like a month ago till now and it's it the change that i finally made through looking at my own data I can now see the fruits of, I guess you say that, of those changes. Right. Because I went from my account losing followers like every single day to now within one week, I've gained over like a hundred followers because I've been changing the, the, you know, the strategy and whatnot. And that will, thank you. That will be one thing that, you know, we'll talk about like how, like on branding, because, you know, as anybody who is a content creator, including us, you know, we, we want to go over branding um so you know it's one of those things practice what you preach well i wanted to practice it first to see if it actually works um, i mean it, but, ma- it yeah. makes sense it's like it's like doing the research putting in the work hours before you hand in like your final paper yeah we can't some of the things we can talk about without having being actively involved other mm-hmm. things for the audience that we're trying to reach for you guys it's better that we see how these things work if it's worth even mentioning to you guys or talking about or i mean honestly Mm -hmm. maybe everything whether it's a fail or a success is worth talking about because we need to learn and what works for all of us in order for us to essentially get out of the hood and put more money in our pockets yeah yeah so you know a lot of stuff we will be doing is trial and error i mean we're on this journey along with you guys as well 
um and if it's work in you know sharing the secrets that's the whole point mm -hmm. i mean that's absolutely the point of like phase three of operation golf to help people get out the hood yeah. um but it's like as we're on our way up you know trying to get out of this you know the financial struggles and poverty and whatnot if there's something that you know we see is working that can be implemented for whatever field that for you guys that are out there for me it's the anime field at the moment uh, but for you know someone else it might be the beauty field it might be you know the food industry it might be art you know comic books it could be something there's something for everyone out there you know right. whatever you guys enjoy if you want to be a content creator you know this is how you can consume content from content creators that actually work you know um especially if there's like you no know, the tips and hacks and stuff like that um but that's us just being transparent because um <sighs> mr elon musk i don't know what we're doing man what now we now we gotta block people or we can't block or people. can't block people um yeah, yeah I, I don't know it's like it's a whole game of like cat and mouse i'm feeling with mm -hmm. this whole whatever's happening with all social media what's happening with facebook meta instagram uh twitter mm -hmm. it's like people are saying that he's doing a lot of this stuff to destroy the website which i can i can see and i can slightly agree with because twitter is a way that a lot of us got news quicker got information yes. out quicker um especially when protests are happening when um devastations are happening like what's happening in hawaii yes um this is you know it's a quick way for us to get the information out to talk amongst each other without delay of you know if, if whatsapp isn't working or who has whose phone number mm -hmm. um it it's a it's like an essential grassroots movement on i feel twitter can be sometimes um a lot of people are also saying that the reason why he could be removing the block feature is because a lot of us are blocking the ads which i do uh, yeah, um, i started that today but yeah <laughs> block it's 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 so extreme it's not even funny half the time i'm like just scrolling and i'm just like is this someone i follow just to see it's a fucking ad yeah um that so that prior, so, right yeah. um so that people are blocking ad pages and that people it's like an ego thing where a lot of us have blocked him essentially mm -hmm. um which makes sense because it's you know he seems like an ego driven guy um it's just like it, it's so messy in its way but it's also one of those things where people are like mass exiting and going to other social media sites that we talked about before and things mm -hmm. like that um but it still might not be enough for there to for them to see an actual change like oh shit we lost our clientele how can we go back to the way things were if they ever want to go back to the way things were mm -hmm. um i'm kind of in it for the ride i want to see how this crumbles yeah. you know what i mean or how it gets how he's planning on building it in his own yes to stabilize it i guess yeah um i personally am not too hugely affected by the like if they take away blocking, um, maybe I will be now that I'm more front to facing and doing a podcast now. Mm -hmm. It's something I should be aware of and worried for because, you know, people be crazy. Yeah. Um, and the block feature does keep a lot of people safe mentally and physically uh, because, you know, 
bros be like in a dox the girlies um yeah. and stalk the girlies so it's it's quite a dangerous move to get rid of this feature for twitter yeah like and with um i saw someone had an argument that said well the reason why they think blocking is kind of like useless like is if the person you block creates another twitter then they could just keep creating another twitter to just so and like basically still harass you after that mm. right but i said at that point you know what like something twitch just implemented is just a whole like region block or domain block ip block right mm. like i mean that that's a feature that's just not available on twitter um not really available on any social media um i think oh, there's only one no so technically it is available but that's not power these companies want to give to us because let's say you have an ad and you just don't want to see that ad and now you ip block that ad um that's a lot of power you know uh, given from these corporations to you know like twitter users or whatnot uh so i can see why they want to do that like i said once again we own nothing you know of these companies and uh, uh, you know this is just literally their platform and they can do literally and we're seeing they can do whatever they want about mm -hmm. it right like and with it you know and you know where rider dies you know twitter uh i mean listen there will be some times that i just wonder how is this app free because some of the things i see on it is it's just hilarious right you know there will be twitter polls that have me rolling and then there will be Twitter posts that have me literally rolling over like if I'm already dead in my grave because I can't believe I'm just seeing this. Uh, there's I know, you know, nothing about what's going on in the boxing sphere. Uh, and yeah, no, I know, why I know, would I? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I, the reason, I'm, I'm bringing this up for a reason. I'm bringing this up for a right, reason. Right, right, right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You probably heard the, the name somewhere, somehow, Logan Paul. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I definitely know you don't know who the hell Dylan Danis is. Um, no, I have yeah. no idea who that is. So, um, but you do follow a lot of different actors uh, yeah. and even some artists from around the world and whatnot. And I do, yeah. Logan Paul, because uh, I can't believe I, we're even talking about him in this segment, but it just comes to the point of what was going on, on Twitter. Logan Paul is going to be boxing this boxer named Dylan Danis. Logan Paul recently got engaged to another actress right um and it seems like it's it's normal everything is supposed to be normal they're gonna fight each other usually boxers take jabs at each other when they're gonna do it right logan mm -hmm. paul has been in, it's highly controversial with some of the stuff he's been involved with and whatnot and then landanis decided that he was going to target his harassment not at logan paul but at logan paul's fiance and so for the last I, it has to be, I don't like, it has to be two weeks. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it is rampant that I am seeing post after post of Logan Paul's fiance with other men. And these are all the people she's, she's either like dated, had sexual relationships with, or like, he, he, like literally her in interviews talking about sexual stuff she's doing or have done. And, mm -hmm. We don't know how this man is getting all this information. Uh, Logan Paul's trying to send a cease and desist letter. He's trying to have him blocked on Twitter, mm -hmm. which is what we come back to this. But I mean, this is like, I know they're going to be fighting each other or whatnot. 
this is bullying on a whole nother level um uh, for what I, from what i'm seeing i like today there was another post today uh that i it was the first time i even commented i was like bro this is getting brutal at this point uh mm. and i mean like like it's already been bad but that this guy has found at least 100 different posts uh and it's po and like literally every day it's literally about her it has to be seven posts about her every single day but this is what he said he's doing to promote their fight um yeah but and i just thinking about that type of uh <laughs> bullying literally at this point right is bullying at this point that's going on like this is what twitter calls hey it's free freedom of speech you know right that's what all of this is really under um but yeah no i just gotta say just freedom of speech does not ex does not um excuse you from freedom of retaliation yeah or freedom of consequence uh which a lot of people think it does yeah but it doesn't i'm very much of the school of talk shit get hit yeah um but that boxing match i mean i was never excited about the boxing match but i know if it was me <laughs> it's like there ain't no way bro like after like like you gotta just like I, I i don't even know how she would feel about this because literally like i you gotta like from her point of view she gotta think who the hell is sending this man all these images because these images are not easy to find that's the one thing then again she has been on i mean she's an actress but you gotta dig deep for all all this information because even while logan had a, like his public relationship with this woman like none of this came out no one even cared about any of this but now that you know this whole thing is their fights happening now it's literally all these images are being popping up everywhere I, we people are thinking celebrities are sending images in to further damage like you know her, her like credibility damage her engagement to logan and whatnot uh i mean the man they both scammed people out of money so, so this is Beyonce yeah. and Logan Paul. No, Logan Paul and Dylan Dennis have both scammed their fans out of money. Mm -hmm. So they're both saying that, hey, you should pay back the money that you scammed your fans out of. And then literally we're all in here looking at it like, but you scammed people as well. So it's like the Spider-Man meme. Some incel behavior. Or, but okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. Kayla, it is. <laughs> this is. But here's the thing. The craziest thing about all of this, Kayla, mm -hmm. they're getting paid of by Twitter. By Twitter. Because this is farming engagement. And so as they rack up views from doing this, they're getting paid by Twitter per post. So this is a consequence of Twitter now paying people. We have harassment that can go on like this. Like, just imagine not having the block feature anymore and someone is literally harassing you every single day this is so this, for, for people that want to understand what was the point of me even bringing this up now hopefully you can see the the, the the larger picture no block feature mute's not really gonna work because they could still be in your mentions can't really hide all this content if they're gonna be this rampant about it and now they're gonna get paid on top of abusing you like what are we doing here folks like just this just to sit back to think about that someone that you blocked is now literally can be paid for sending hate tweets against you and there's going to be nothing you can do about it like you just gotta wait until moderation says that okay this is enough 
and like like what is like what is the end goal when it comes to this block feature being removed from twitter this is why i was like i made the meme like all the people who are blocked and all the haters like you met rita repulsa like mm. like from power rangers she's like oh after a thousand years i'm free time to conquer earth like this is gonna be the twitter trolls coming out of nowhere all the racists all the homophobics all the transphobes like all these people who are gonna pay eight dollars i love being alive i love being alive i love being alive (laughs) i love being alive like just such a great time to be alive yeah like people that's why i bring up the logan paul stuff to bring it to the larger overarching issue of why this twitter blocking thing is going to be a cesspool of absolute unadulterated fuckery because just thinking about somebody who can possibly be like racist to me or you sexist you know like like any of these things and this mofo could be getting paid for it and they're treated like a content creator like it makes absolutely no sense to me this would be one of the worst things to happen on twitter that's what i think you know when it comes to the, the block feature like i saw every other argument but I see no one talking about that one particular thing where mm-hmm. this person is now going to get paid, you know, to send stuff that is literally going to be deemed like, can, and because we're changing the, like, the, the term of what harassment can be, like, Elon has, has targeted people who say cisgender are, is, is a form of, of harassment. I'm like, are you effing kidding me at this point? It right? is not. Yeah, but that under under his rules on on this platform, which is why we say again, guys, you don't own Twitter. Like this is one of these things that are just like it's it's puzzling. Uh, I know I said a lot with that, but how do you feel about that? Like just now that I bring this perspective, that now people can be getting paid for literally harassing you. I mean, it's this is um. I'm trying to be as clear and concise as I can be. It's it's scary. Um, I know it's not just me who's... A lot of us are worried about this. Um, but then I keep thinking it's, it's more fear-mongering. But it's like those Fox News reporters and mm-hmm. presenters and... You know, people like that who get paid to put out this kind of vitriol and misinformation mm-hmm. and abuse and harassment and hate. Um, it's just going to empower incels and the like and fem cells because there are cisgendered women who do this like turfs and stuff like that um it's going to just empower them to continue to spread hate in the year of our lord 2023 yeah um and it's going it is going to make it more difficult for creators who are not cis who are not straight white uh, who are not just male, um, because you can also be an incel and not be white, um, which we see a lot of 
in our community as of late, um, especially in the anime community. I'm gonna call you out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's rampant everywhere. It is. It is very. Um, so it's gonna push a lot of people. It's gonna try to push a lot of people out. Um, I like. I'm not afraid. Funnily enough, I'm not afraid because. I mean, I could get doxxed at any point. It's not like I hide my life. Um, and if anyone actually has no life and has the time, they'll pick just any random person and dox them, you know what I mean? Um, this will slightly make it a bit easier, especially because you can't block people now. Um, yeah, it's like... We are trying... You and I are trying to find ways to better ourselves and to help other people. Um, we're trying to figure out a way to lift ourselves up out of these circumstances while lifting others. This is going to be one of those things where it's counter to what we're doing, which is good. It's going to be very interesting for how you and I go forward versus how these fear mongers and these hate, hate haters essentially are moving on a parallel trajectory in, in its own way. Because whereas we're creating content to help build, they're now essentially creating content to help destroy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you yeah. see where my brain is going with this? Yeah. And monopolizing that, getting paid right. for doing that. Whereas, like, hate will always make money, funnily enough. Absolutely. That's just the yeah. structure of capitalism. It's the structure of the way things work. Um, I mean, we see it all the time, especially with like GoFundMes for someone like Kyle Rittenhouse, who all these mm. bigots gave money to, and how we are all pushing for like the people who are involved in the situation that happened in, I want to say Alabama with Montgomery. the boat. Montgomery. But thank you. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Um, how a lot of those people involved all the black men and black women who may have been arrested, um, how we're trying to pull together to get money for them. And it's just, it seems like it's always difficult when we're trying to, to raise money for a good cause, but it's never difficult for bigots to raise money. Yeah. So when I think about that and I think about like how we talk about finance and how to use your money how your money could work for you, how we're trying to teach people how to use social media and these apps and these things to help them out. It's just, it's so, it's going to be bad. Yeah. But I got to see how this turns out. Yeah. You know, just because of what we're doing, it's, it's going to be testing. It's going to be very testing. Um, and I just want everyone to know who does get affected by this stuff. Keep your head up. I'm going to keep my head up. I'm going to be as supportive as I can for as many people as I can. Yep. Uh, all we can do is we could try to stop putting money in these biggest pockets as much as we can. Um, but we just have to keep pushing forward with the content that we're creating as, on a positive level to help uplift our communities. And to help uplift each other. I know that's like 
not essentially what we're talking about, but I feel it's important to state that. Oh, absolutely. Because, um, like I said, you're going to have these accounts literally call like the greatest haters. Um, and I mean, we see it with people. I mean, we see the destruction of our content as it is on the for you page for Twitter, where like the minute he like Elon took over and added this for you page or whatever, um, like we're seeing brutal videos, like clips, people like it's like what is that? Was it Live Leak? Uh, that that prominent website. There was like a prominent website that like leaks all these like murders and whatnot actually happening and then posted online. Like, that's some dark web stuff like mm. that like back in the days when it was way more prevalent and whatnot like all this dark web stuff is on twitter um and you're seeing it against your will like because as you scroll through your timeline like you're gonna it, like all this random stuff is good is happening right and this is basically shock content so you're seeing a lot of shock content um being posted on twitter and these um you know like Websites, or I should say, these Twitter accounts, they eventually get shut down just for the next one to easily pop up by followers and be right back to being active. Um, the amount of bots that's on Twitter that that goes down, um, that can just keep botting, um, you know, basically this anything like hate rating and whatnot. Um, even the people who don't do use any of like say hate raids or any hate content. Just the bots alone, just pushing stuff pe down people's throats can be like something um, like that people, this will be something that will consistently happen, you mm -hmm. know? Um, so Twitter has a lot to, <laughs> has a lot to fix, unfortunately. It really does. But on the same, on the flip side, we got to see how it's going to happen. Um, right. Because it's illegal, according to Apple and according to Google Play Store, to not have a feature to block other users for harassment or whatnot. Um, and it was already a hassle. There was already issues between Twitter and Apple beforehand. So I can't wait to see exactly how that's gonna fall out. Um, Cause unless this man's gonna remove it from the app store uh, and remove it from the play store and only live on .com, you know, basically as a website itself, kind of hard in this age. You know, where right. everything is literally, you know, at the touch, uh, you know, by, by your phone, essentially. It's like, it's like, it, it, it feels like he's definitely making moves to destroy the company as a whole. But I'm like, is it like, would it be a tax write off if the company goes down? Like, would he be making more money if the system itself implodes? Because... You, you do you see what I'm saying? Like, if the end goal is to destroy Twitter, what is the gain aside yeah. from destroying community, which is a big gain, honestly? But like, yeah, for your pocket, what does that mean? Yeah, because the other thing is, where would people go after that? I mean, Twitter is 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 it's its own beast, right? Threads is in the mud. <laughs> let's 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 just put it out there, folks. Threads is in the mud. They lost more than half the people that already um, signed up. Like I literally logged into Threads for the first time since I literally made the account, uh, and that was yesterday, just to see. Um, my Threads Threads is literally following random people who I did not follow, so they got a whole lot of stuff to fix. Thankfully, you didn't make a Threads. 
Yeah, because if you did and you want to delete it, you got to delete your Instagram, which is also mm-hmm. pretty effing dumb. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I just, I, Facebook, I mean, people, I mean, would people go there? Um, I mean, <laughs> considering that Facebook has to do a couple payouts before August 25th, guys, yes. look into that. Um, I don't think we're all going, I don't yeah. think we're all going back to Facebook. Nah. That's just not happening. It's, it's just, I mean, because Facebook is at the point where they're paying you to post. Now, they've been, Twitter, you know, has been, just started paying people to post, right? But Facebook... You know has been doing this for for years now um but it's just that people just aren't really interested in posting on facebook like it i mean i post it all, i post on facebook every now and then and i see oh this post made me a dollar oh that's pretty cool the most i made from posting on facebook is twenty dollars uh it, it has this little goal where you could get thirty thousand dollars a month but unless we're like some mega influencer you know i can't see myself posting on my facebook unless it was actually worth it now, right. if, if Facebook was like, you know, it says $20, right? So I'm just thinking to myself, okay, if I took a whole month to literally just spam my Facebook with nothing but posts, mind you, it can't be links. You can't have any links to YouTube, any links to the other social media. It has to be like original content that you post on your Facebook. Like, it, it, what is the possibility of, of that actually just being a job? You know, like you could just constantly post on Facebook um and get interactions and whatnot and get paid for it um it just doesn't seem as plausible because the people we really interact with facebook are people we met as friends or even or or to another degree acquaintances uh not really followers even now even though there is now a follower like feature on your facebook account i don't know where these people would go um yeah where would you go if twitter were to implode Uh, I guess it's just Instagram, which I'm barely on as it is. Um, it would really suck for me because I gain a lot of community through Twitter. Um, I'm not super active on TikTok. Like, I mean, of course, we're going to have to be, but I'm yeah. personally that like, you know, um, I don't know. I, I would be. It, it I'm, sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'd be extremely devastated because I'm also using my Twitter as a scrapbook for the year. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, if this goes, it's going to be, I guess I'll just go hang out at fanfiction.net. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I yeah. really don't know. Um, this is this is where we tell people, make a YouTube channel, it comes to my community right. posts. <laughs> exactly. Because like, I don't want to sign up for all the other um, platforms, yeah. Platforms, and I don't want to harass someone for a blue sky invite or all that other stuff. Like, I'm just I'm happy to just be tw- chilling on Twitter. I don't bother no one. Um, yeah. So it's just like, wow, this it does it really sucks. I I guess I just wouldn't social media like I I social media. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, th- these are just some some things just to consider, folks. Like, I mean, that's a lot when you, like, in the grand scheme of things, that the when he announced the block feature um, that I thought about, and I'm just like, damn, like, these people who make faceless content um, on social media, that's one of the most popular ways of monetizing, even though, it's the, like, the, you get paid the lowest amount usually, 
like if you were to make faceless content on like say youtube for those that you know for those that need a, a literal definition for faceless is basically you're not in front of the camera so imagine me and kayla were not in front of the camera and we're just talking with just a screen of uh of images that were relevant to what we're talking about that's essentially faceless content uh if you go to youtube you'll see it all the time uh if you go to twitter um there's usually going to be like a person with like an anime profile or a person with, a, with their favorite actress or our artists or athlete and whatnot yeah. that make these faceless content and whatnot like those people are essentially getting paid out you know but here's the here's the caveat mm. right they're going to be making it i'm not sure if this is mandatory but you gotta have to add your id to your twitter account no thank you yeah you're not scamming me out of my personal yes. data information yes. <laughs> and they talked about storing your information for 30 days and using it for such and such and such yes that was literally uh yesterday so that yeah. that was yesterday and then today the block thing comes out so i don't know if this is supposed to be something where all right well if you're harassing this person um we got your id and now you can be reported to some authorities i mean there is cyberbullying crimes mm. right there is hate crimes and you can be pulled into court for your tweets for your instagram like dms for your facebook posts like these are like i like this th these are things that have happened and is happening as we speak people are getting report to the cops people are all the stuff like for what you post online um discord most recently um that it was really prevalent in the smash bros community super smash brothers community where these dms got reported um child abuse was going well child child yeah all that other okay, stuff yeah okay. just a lot a lot of stuff was going on with these with these like pros in the smash bros community mm -hmm. and it was a dark time that was like three years ago or whatever but yeah i was like bro but yeah i mean like you know everyone's cracking down um i will not be giving my id to uh twitter i already didn't didn't like the fact that youtube it was making it mandatory for you to either use your id or use facial recognition to sign up to make a new youtube channel mm -hmm. um you know, but I at the same time I felt oh I said if, if there was a platform that I feel a little bit comfortable with, at least it would be YouTube, um mm. you know because versus say Twitter, <laughs> which it seems like the wild wild west, um mm. or even Instagram and Facebook, which wants your ID in order to be verified. Yeah, so they can sell your information, right? <laughs> which they're already doing anyway, but yeah. like you don't need my ID to like. Yeah. Oh, it's too much. Like oh my yeah. god so i know one subject that we're gonna talk about in a little bit is yes. mindfulness yes. um with your money this one of the things like i tell people a lot is like you know the world is right now is constantly doing stuff to make it difficult for us to live to mm -hmm. go about our day um so you kind of like you can't be buried with your money mm-hmm you can't be buried with your Twitter account. Um, <laughs> as much so, as people think they can. Right. So it's like the world is in utter disarray. Buy that coffee today. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. find your little pockets of joy and happiness where you can. Because this is like 
So much too much. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> well, you know what? Let's just uh, transition away from this uh, utter fuckery into the uh, final segment of the day, which is going to be talking about the uh, self-improvement, more, more so mindfulness uh, of your money. Um, you, would you like to start off? Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's what I was just saying. Um, mindfulness, just, you know, you could use this not even for money, finances, at any part of any point or part of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, just being aware of what you have coming in and what you what you're putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last couple of years, especially with COVID, all the people that we lost, we see how the government, how companies, how businesses aren't for us little people. We're seeing it with the strikes that are still happening in Hollywood, um, and how that's also influencing other entertainment industries in such as like in the UK and in South Korea. Um, mindfulness, I when I say that I mean like like I just said, the world is in so much chaos and in so much disarray. As long as you have the roof over your head, your bills are paid, rent is done, um, if food in your mouth, buy the things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. Be mindful of what you're spending because eventually the money will come back to you too. If you're lucky enough to have a job, um, I mean, is it really lucky to be working? That's, you know, here or there. Um, but I'm a firm believer in we've lost so much, we're still losing so much, and we're fighting so hard. I'm not going to be made to feel bad for buying a Starbucks coffee on my way to work on the days that I work. I'm being mindful in the respect of that, okay, I know I, I've set aside the money to pay my bills. I've set aside the money I need to get to where I need to go. Um, but if it all burns down, if I lose my job or if I get on disability or things like that, if I die tomorrow, where's that money going to go? All that money that I put aside is unspent and isn't for anything or or going towards anyone. Well, mm. I guess I would go towards my funeral, but you know, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like be mindful of yourself and what it takes for you to get through the day. Be mindful of how you're spending your money if like like I said, if everything is done, you want to go out treat yourself to dinner, go do that. You want to buy those concert tickets, go do that. Live your life live it you know because at any point it can all get taken away from you or it can all just implode as everything else is doing um yeah that's just kind of how i feel when i think of mindfulness when it comes to my money you know it's hard to save and of course people will argue well if you didn't buy coffee you could save that and i'm just like okay but what is that seven dollars at the end of the week, plus I go to work three days a week. What is that, $21 at the end of the year? I still can't afford an apartment on that $21 I saved yeah. this month or this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. What is that? What is it going towards except for the possibility of it collecting dust and me not being able to use it? 
Yeah. At least let me have that coffee so I'm happy in those 20 minutes that I'm drinking it and I can get through the day. I'm being mindful of my mental state and, you know, knowing that I can still, that I'm lucky enough to be able to afford these little things. I'm not going to be made to feel bad for being poor or in a lower class, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's just when i think of mindfulness with your money that's what i think mm-hmm. so let me add on to it in in a different perspective uh mindfulness with uh money uh let me add on to mindfulness with your value mm-hmm. um and people take um value in multiple different directions um but the one thing that i think we both realize is that we really shortchange ourselves like the mm-hmm. I guess you could say that's a pun, a short change finance mm. podcast. You know, we really shortchange ourselves when it comes to our value, right? Um, obviously, we know that the value we give to others uh, isn't always reciprocated. You know, mm. um, that's one thing that's been prevalent, you know, since we've been doing this content creating thing for a very, mm-hmm. very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, when we talk to other professionals and we see how things are with them and whatnot, um there's a lot of factors that come into it you know that determine okay what is your value um and i think um throughout this podcast or should i say starting from well with this podcast um reconnect us reconnecting this year especially um the one thing i think we've become more and more apparent of is our own value i i think that there's years past um we had an idea of what it was but the people we were trying to show it to just didn't have any interest in it um and we were creating value and volume in like say that within the k-pop field at the time in an industry that just wasn't ready for us um and if you look if you take at face value uh i know we're using value a lot but if you take at face value our particular journey right from when we started say 2014 what we were trying to do with our other companies and whatnot um we spent a lot of time right uh and a lot of time um you know trying to establish connections with people who once again didn't really have our best interest because they didn't really value us the way that we were valuing them hmm. you know um and what am i getting at with this you know just as we have to be mindful with our money we got to be really mindful of just who we are as a person you know and what we and, and how we value ourselves because there's a lot at the, a lot of, at the end of the day you know we often will um what's, what's the what's the word um self uh deprecate self deprecate that the word um that's probably not the word i'm looking for but yeah 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 like uh, more so i'm not trying to say yeah, i guess more so aligned with the defeatists, like we sell ourselves short. More self-sabotage. So. There we go, self-sabotage, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do that to a fault, right? Um, mm-hmm. A lot. And it's, it's the hardest part for people, especially for us, and this is something that's ongoing, it's how do we add value to ourselves that people will actually find valuable? Like, because we're us as content creators, right? Right now, we're trying to give value to people what's our Mm. value right now our experience right um we've gone through hell (laughs) a lot from for over the last couple of years right there's has been a lot of uh, good points 
but if there was one way to su summarize some of the stuff that we went through personally with a lot of the people that we worked with say within the k-pop industry um at, you know at our at our jobs or whatnot it, it feels like hell um uh, and one of the main points we want to talk to people about and show them is that you know from that hell we're trying to find i guess you say our footing you know mm -hmm. our footing in this world our footing um you know within this industry and we're starting off literally at ground zero right uh which is why the the littlest things that we have that we can get whether it's a cup of coffee you know soda whatever we can spend on those things are valuable to us right our val those things now those values can change as our financial circumstance change right um you know but at the end of the day as you said we can't keep our money you know at the end of the day um but at the same time right we are even though we can't keep our money it's how do we effectively spend our time right it's how effectively do you spend your time and how effectively mm -hmm. do you spend your money mm -hmm. whether it's in a case of you're putting it in investments mm -hmm. you're focusing on stocks things like that or if that's of your interest you know mm -hmm. um or you're putting it behind people creatives like us yeah. because you believe in us you value what we have to bring to you mm -hmm. you know you value the lessons that we're hopefully teaching or the advice that we're here to give or the silly entertainment that we provide that's something you value that's mm -hmm. something you're putting your hard earned money towards mm -hmm. it's making you happy and you feel like hopefully at the end at, at when all is said and done it brings something else to your life that you can go forward and use Whereas, like, with me, it's a coffee. The coffee is going to help me get through the day so I don't smack a bitch. You know? <laughs> so yeah. it's not, it's it's helping me, but it's also helping you. Yeah. You know? So it's like... See it out in the backhand of that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm helping the world. You know, buying that coffee helps the world because I'm yeah. not a menace. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's, like, just things like that. And, you know, there are other ways to be mindful too. Like I said, investing, if that's what you're interested in, mm -hmm. learning about stocks, trying to get in on businesses from the ground up. Maybe it's, you know, selling merchandise, mm -hmm. these things that, you know, you want to put your create your thought processes and your time into, you know, just being mindful of that and hopefully not stressing yourself out to the point of exhaustion and um, burnout. Yeah. too that's also something we all need to be mindful of where we're we're doing this we're jumping on we're going back to k-pop reactions mm -hmm. um i'm still working at a job you're doing other things too it's like we need to also be mindful of our time like you said yeah. our time in ourselves and what that means at the end of the day financially because you know let's say in a year we're making hundreds of thousands of dollars and then we get that in our bank account and we drop dead what was it all <laughs> yeah, for it you know for? yeah like, i mean it's, yeah. it's life that should happen but what what are the memories and the experiences and the lessons and the and just life that we're living in between now and then yeah yes just being mindful of that yeah so I guess to put everything in retrospect, guys, um, yeah, be mindful of your value because this encompasses, you know, your time, your money, it encompasses everything. Uh, and this is definitely a topic that we're going to expand on.
um you know for a future podcast because you know uh self-improvement isn't just a one-day thing this is this is your this is a marathon you know yeah. every single day um i feel like we want to we everyone should strive to improve something about their life by one percent mm-hmm. every single day right um and i know it's more so of a japanese idiom i've seen um in the in in the teachings of it by improving um one percent but that's something i've been trying to follow like every single day listen we you know i get lazy a lot of people get lazy there will be some days i wake up i'm so ready to do all this work and is i just it, do is nothing. it is it laziness or is it exhaustion Both, i'm starting to think right? but... i don't i'm trying to think <laughs> yeah. wait wait i'm starting to think maybe laziness isn't really it, it, it's, it's mentally exhausted a, yeah. yes i think it's when you're meant when you're partially mentally ready to take on the day Mm-hmm. then your it's your body and your mind telling you hey maybe don't yeah like it's like maybe. yo pause the brakes because right yeah because you work hard i work hard a lot of people work hard i think laziness is a social construct to make us feel bad for taking a moment to just be ourselves yeah you know like what i mean the mental break and just try to take yeah. a break from reality yeah i mean that that's not to say that there are people who you know who don't go about life mm-hmm. being active in life and who yeah. choose to not because there are people who choose not to participate yeah that's a different thing uh like let's say with schoolwork, there will be people who choose to participate and then choose to who yeah, choose who not don't. to but then also we don't know every circumstances for those people who choose not to participate yeah. you know it's it's a case-by-case thing i personally I'm starting to really push away the whole lazy as a negative mm-hmm. and lazy as a, well, no, I'm not being lazy. I, something in me and something in the universe is telling me I need to not do. Yeah. You know? I, I, yeah. I accept that. Yeah. So, um, and this week definitely exhausted. <laughs> not, yeah. This week definitely right. exhausted. Um, cause I know there was like two things, two days that I was like, all right, cool. I can do this. Like I started back at the gym really pumped up on monday um and then tuesday stuff happened and life happens life happens and i was like the the plans i had for this week you know like was just in in the gutter um and it was just one of those that i just think to myself okay you know um a lot of people preach about say even productivity i know i sent you a a podcast about Mm -hmm. this youtuber who you know he's made his millions of dollars based on being a productivity youtuber uh, but in the podcast, I listened to the whole two hours, like in the background of things, he says that it's not the teachings that he gives that is for productivity. It's the value that he was trying to give to people pretty much. And what he meant by that is that he himself is not a, is not like when people think of a productivity YouTuber, they think of someone that is 100% productive at all times of their life. And he right. says, no one is a hundred percent productive. At, in in every shape and form of their life right and you know and that's the same thing with you know a financial podcast right or self-improvement podcasts you know don't there are no experts there are no perfect people to say that this is the perfect financial expert because if they were the perfect financial expert then they would always be making money will have zero losses but nobody has zero losses and the same thing with self-improvement right if everything was perfect, then there would be no need for self-improvement because you're perfect. But we know that no one is perfect. So 
the mistakes we make along the way um you know with our financial stuff that we do you know and the advice that we in you know situations that we've done in the past to give advice for the future you know all of that is our value you know yeah. and that's some of the stuff that we're going to share and hopefully you guys that are listening might vibe with you know um like i said <laughs> you know there's a lot of goals we do have for the future um but if there was one thing that this podcast truly encapsulates it was transparency so yeah. i don't think anybody can say that you guys weren't transparent <laughs> at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh i guess uh with that said we can wrap up this podcast kayla is there anything you have to say add on or um, words? i mean my motto for the last three years has been eat that ravioli today mm -hmm. um ravioli is my favorite food it is pretty much just taking the opportunity to do those things that make you happy um if and when you can and sometimes it really is okay for you to take a step back and not do nothing and not do anything at all you got up you opened your eyes there's an accomplishment right there yeah um money wise it's i hope you guys see value in what we're here doing um see value in us um i'm also a firm believer in the right people will see the value in us we're not for mm -hmm. everyone yeah just you can't be, be for, for everyone, everyone. That's, yeah. just, that's just life it's just human yeah. nature um but for those who see the value in us uh i hope that we offer going you know all the episodes and going forward that we offer some kind of help either in your life or financially yeah and that's well, all i want yeah whether it's for a moment or uh a longer moment a lifetime <laughs> a lifetime i was a gonna moment say a lifetime or... but i'm not some, sure people you know listen to some us for people a wait a lifetime <laughs> true for a moment like this yeah true, true. so the queen has told us miss kelly clarkson <laughs> on that note folks uh this is the operation golf podcast aka operation golf the hood we, we are your hosts, Michael and Kayla, also known as a card and OTK. And we'll be catching you guys another day. I like how that rhymes. Next time. Peace.